Hello there, and welcome to episode six of the Song Ranting Podcast, where I take listener questions from YouTube, social media, my mailing list, and wherever else I can find people in the world, and just do my best to be of service as it pertains to the realm of songwriting. So everything that has to do with songwriting, right? So it has been a very long time since the last episode. I think it's been like a couple of months, which is like decades in you know, YouTube, social media time, and um, probably wondering, if you happen to be watching this on YouTube, you might be wondering why I am not on screen. I've been on screen for the last few episodes, and I just wanted to explain that real quick before we move on, but basically, um, <laughs> it takes a lot of time to set things up to film a podcast where I'm just talking to the camera all the time, and to be totally honest, that is not something that comes naturally to me. It's a lot of work to get in front of the camera and, you know, just, you know, be on like that. I'm actually very introverted by nature and it just basically takes a lot of time and energy. It's just a lot of work. And unfortunately, I don't have enough time to put in the required work that it would take for me to constantly be doing it on camera like that. Certain things I can get on camera for, right? If I'm filming a course or anything like that, yeah, that makes sense. But for this podcast, I think it'll be best if I just keep it audio only. So that's it. That's that's what we're doing right now. Changing formats, just audio only. So where where to go from there? Let me think. Well, <laughs> I'm going to start by saying the next five episodes are going to be taken from videos. <laughs> so I just totally, you know said the opposite of what I intend to do. So um, basically the next five episodes are gonna be taken from a series of live streams I did on YouTube. And these were done at the beginning of the year. Basically they are all based on the top five frustrations that musicians face when writing songs. So like I said, these are live streams. So it's a very warts and all type of production. I'm not really following a script. I stumble, I pause, I forget what I'm going to say, and then, you know, I go off on tangents and I rant. So it's going to be a very different vibe than what you've seen in the uh, first five episodes of the podcast if you've been following along. So just wanted to give you that heads up. But the reason that I'm sharing these is that I thought it'd be a good idea to take these pretty lengthy rants and try to distill them down to find some of the best bits for you to consider when you're approaching how to write your own songs. So in part one of this live stream series, I rant about the ever popular subject of lyrics. So if you struggle with finding the right things to say, then this episode is for you. And if you can't stick around for the entire episode, right? If you're pressed for time and you wanna get some quick wins when it comes to writing better lyrics, I've put together a multi-step checklist to just kind of help get the creative gears going and just start writing lyrics in about 10 minutes or less. Right, it, And it serves as a companion for everything I'm talking about in this episode. So if you want to grab that right now, you can check it out at fastermusiccreation.mykajabi.com slash lyrics. I'll include that in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'll have that in the description as well. So fastermusiccreation.mykajabi.com slash lyrics. All right, let's get into it. So welcome to day one of this what I've called the songwriting live stream series here that um, I'm going to be tackling a specific topic each day this week. Today's going to be about lyrics and specifically it's centered around the topic of, I don't know what to say. Um, it's a very, very, very common subject that I hear my students talk about a lot. And 
it's definitely something that I can resonate with, especially when I was starting out when I was younger. I, uh, you know, <laughs> when you're like a teenager, you feel like maybe you don't have anything to say because not a lot's going on. I grew up in a really small town, so there wasn't a lot going on there. And because of that, I just felt like I didn't have anything to comment on. But I'm going to get into all that in a little bit. I want to preface everything in this episode by saying that lyric writing, songwriting, anything like that, it's it's all a creative process, right? So more often than not, all of these issues, all of these obstacles that people tell me about as far as like, I have nothing to say, or I can't find the right words, or, you know, uh, I'm better at music. So the lyrics come, you know, much more slowly for me, all that sort of stuff. You know, it's all centered around some form of writer's block, like just, just a failure to take action, right? It, it, and I'm a big proponent in just take action. Just always take action. Never wait for inspiration to hit you. That's a that's a common belief amongst creatives that they'd like to wait for inspiration to strike. And that's really, you know, even though that is a very real thing when inspiration hits and you get this great idea and you capture it, uh, it's not consistent, right? And we need something that's a lot more reliable and consistent. And fortunately, you can cultivate that inspiration just by taking a specific action, just by starting and just showing up, taking an action and just committing to that, right? It doesn't even have to be for very long, but in doing that, you will actually kickstart this motivation that will lead towards inspiration. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, I'm a little sleepy this morning, so I made a bunch of notes. So forgive me if I read off from time to time. I want to uh, stay <laughs> in between the lines a little bit with this because as you might have been able to tell in the first four minutes, I tend to get a little chatty if I don't have some guidance. So here are my, my cue cards. Um, but I wanted to start with, you know, just revolving around. Let's just talk about like the general, you know, uh, issue with I have nothing to say. Okay. First off, it's just not true. It's not true. Like, even if you feel like you have nothing to say, that could be attributed to a number of different reasons. Maybe, you know, maybe you're embarrassed to write about what you have, you know, strong feelings about. Or maybe it requires you to just to dig a little bit deeper and, and maybe it's a process of just getting more honest with yourself and writing something that's might very well scare you. I mean, that is something that I definitely still to this day am working towards getting more and more confident with because, you know, starting out, I would, you know, just write about types of subject matter that the bands I would listen to would write about. You know, I, I grew up listening to a lot of metal, still do. And, you know, th there was a lot of cliche things that a lot of metal bands would write about, you know, that all centered around evil stuff or war, or lots of you know, negative stuff. <clears throat> and that's, you know, how I got my start. And that can be a great way to get started too, is just, you know, emulating what your heroes are doing. Obviously, I'm sure you've heard that plenty of times before, right? But there does come a point in time where you need to start, you know, writing more honestly if you really want to develop this if you really feel like you have something to say but you don't know how to say it right it's all about flushing out those ideas and that really takes some time and some introspection and writing it all out you know i'm big 
big on that. So the main thing I'm trying to get with this is that feeling like you have nothing to say is a surface level problem. It's, it's kind of like superficial, I'm not calling you superficial. I'm just saying that like, you're not digging deep enough to get to the heart of what you could be writing about. And again, that could take some brainstorming. Um, I've worked with students where we were working on lyrics for a song and she knew what the topic was supposed to be about. And it was centered around depression. So we did a simple five minute exercise where we just wrote down for five minutes, nonstop. The, the pen did not leave the page for five minutes. We set a timer and we just wrote down any words associated with the topic of depression. And then from there, after the timer went off, you know, we just observed all the words that we wrote down because, you know, we're not judging what we're writing as we're writing. The exercise is just to put pen to paper, just keep writing, keep writing, keep writing, don't stop writing. And as a result of even just taking that action, things will start to come out that you didn't expect, which is great. That's the result of that momentum that occurs from taking action. So after the five minutes, we circled the words that we liked best. And then from there, we just grabbed a thesaurus and started looking up other ways to say those words. Like what are, what's another way to say this word? What's another way to say this word? So then we had a bunch of different types of words ones that we liked more than others. We're not even close to done yet, but we're, we're off to a good start. We've got some, some words to describe the subject matter, but I wanted to go a bit deeper with her on this too, because I wanted to get to the, the heart of the feelings behind the subject matter. Um, the subject being depression. And I didn't pry into the, the personal history associated with this or anything like that, but I wanted her to best describe what you know her experience with depression was from all of her senses right as as best as she could so we got a little weird <laughs> it was like okay so you know what does depression sound like what does what does depression feel like right like what are the feelings associated with that right um you know starting with sound right it was said that like depression feels like silence like it feels completely just void of sound you feel like you're alone and isolated and from there we started talking about okay so you feel like you're alone and isolated so where are you in this and it's like it, it went as far as like saying like i felt like i was in a dark room it's like okay so you're in a dark room what is what are the colors that are associated with that and you know, blacks grays whites, all that sort of stuff. And it triggered this whole state of mind, the stream of consciousness that started getting more and more ideas about it and allowing for her to write from a much more personal and just uh, drawing from a deeper reservoir of emotion. And, you know, getting all that type of imagery out is huge in, in being able to, to uh, describe what you're talking about in your song, right? Like if you're writing a verse, and you're just writing a bunch of very to the point descriptive you know sentences of like i walked down the street or whatever or i did this i did that it's not going to be very interesting to most people but if you use imagery right like uh if it's 
you know, cold outside for one thing, you know, if the, if the song's about it's cold outside, you could say that my head, my hands were red and raw, right? It's a great way to describe things being cold without saying it's cold. So doing an exercise like that, where you're just observing your subject matter and again, drawing from your personal experience to see not only what words associate with that, but what feelings, what, what, um, you know, sensory related things occur as a result like what it what it sounds like what it feels like is there a temperature to it is there a sensation is there a color you know all that sort of stuff what does depression taste like you know you could go as far as like depression tastes like you know too much alcohol <laughs> you know not to get i don't want to get too dark here or anything like that but just to you know give you some uh frame of reference there as far as like digging deep into your subject matter another important thing i wanted to talk about too is if you really feel like you're at a wall with, you know, writing from your own experience, right? Uh, I highly recommend just like taking the focus off yourself completely and write about something or somebody else. It can, you know, it's kind of like uh, that, that whole thing of like, it's easier to have perspective on, you know, problems that somebody else is going through than being able to deal with your own, right? I mean, it's so much easier because you have an outside perspective on what that person might be going through that you resonate with, right? It's always harder to work on your own stuff. <laughs> so same thing with writing too. If you feel like you're, you've hit a wall with, with just, I don't know what to say about my experience. It's like, well, who says that you have to write about you? You know, I mean, that's a good default setting. You know, most writers write about what they know and what everybody knows is them, right? Um, but that's not the only way to do that. There's plenty of songs that talk about a specific location or a specific, you know, object. Um, I mean, I do not like the Eagles, so... Uh, but the, the, a great example of this is Hotel California. There, I said it. Uh, I mean, the whole song is centered around this building, right? And the verses are telling stories about what goes on in this building, right? You can do that. You can make up a fictional place if you want to. It, it, um, what's another one? Streets of Philadelphia. Bruce Springsteen, right? It's a good example where, again... Philadelphia, the streets of Philadelphia, that's the focal point of all of it. And everything is describing this location, what goes down in the streets of Philadelphia. Uh, what's another one? I'm trying to think. Tom Petty had one. See, I don't listen to any of these bands, so I don't even know why these are coming up right now. <laughs> but um, Tom Petty had one. I think it's called The Zombie Zoo. The, the, the chorus is dancing at the zombie zoo. And again, Maybe it's about him, but he's talking about a physical location, even if it's not a real one. Um, so, you know, start thinking along those lines. And a great exercise to do to kind of get that going as well is to do what's called uh, object writing, which uh, Pat Patterson talks about in his book, Writing Better Lyrics. Essentially, you just wake up in the morning, pick any old random object and write about that nonstop for five minutes, drawing from all five senses, seeing if you can incorporate all five senses into this one object. Super powerful exercise. Uh, I've been slacking on it myself. I haven't done it in a long time, but anytime I do, it always pulls stuff out and it's 
it takes five minutes. So I highly recommend trying that as well. And then talking about like, I mentioned setting a timer before, right? And that's, that's huge because I think one, the problem with writer's block is that when we sit down to write lyrics, especially if we're better at writing music, I consider myself to fall into this category. Music has always came a lot more naturally to me um, as opposed to writing lyrics. I, I could sit down with a guitar and just, you know, pull out a riff or a lick or a melody or something like that. It just, it came a lot more naturally to me. And lyrics were something that I felt like uh, immediately I had this expectation of like, Ooh, it's got to be as good as the music that, you know, I, I was writing is. And, and, and the problem with that is, you know, if I looked back, you know, I didn't start writing my own music until, man, probably after like eight years of playing guitar, roughly. So I had eight years of experience getting familiar with my instrument, you know, in every way, shape or form, you know, just I'd be sitting on the couch every day, just playing the guitar, playing whatever, practicing scales, learning chords, learning songs, all that sort of stuff. So I'm priming my brain, my nervous system to be able to react to any musical ideas that I have in my head. And yet I have this expectation of like when I write lyrics, it should be on par with what I'm writing musically when the reality is I have spent zero time, <laughs> you know, working on writing better lyrics. Um, anytime I would, the lyrics would come as an afterthought. So it really is about, you know, getting the reps in just, you know, uh, just working on the craft of it. So it's an important thing to ask yourself, ask yourself, if you are an instrumentalist, just take, take a look at yourself with that. It's like, well, okay, I'm good at writing music. How long have I been doing that? <laughs> if you're not as good at writing lyrics, just take an honest look of like how much time you've actually put into getting better at writing lyrics, right? So with all of that in mind, it's important to become aware of that expectation that you have. If you're anything like me, you know, if I went to sit down to write lyrics, I would have that. It'd be like, okay, it's got to be, you know, not only does it have to be as good as what I've written musically, but it has to come as quickly. It's just not realistic. So what I recommend you do, right? And some of these exercises are in the PDF that I put together. It's in the, the link in the description. But just to offer you something right now, um, it's as simple as just sitting down, setting a timer, right, for five minutes. Having that, that, that window of time that you can commit to is huge for a couple of reasons. One, much like practicing, like if you're practicing an instrument or whatever, and you don't have a timer set, it can feel like it could go on forever. Um, and that's bad, <laughs> especially like if you're working on something that you're, you know, trying to improve on, like if you're working on doing something that you don't know how to do yet, right? If you don't have specific time uh, constraints set, it's going to feel that much more tedious. It's going to feel like that much more of a chore. So setting a timer, five minutes, and just 
without any expectation, just start writing, right? If you have a subject matter or if you have a melody that you've come up with and that you want to write lyrics to, right? Even better. That's even better because the, in, that in and of itself has boundaries within it too. So, <clears throat> but either way, go in, no expectations, set your timer for five minutes and just write. And that's it. After the timer goes off, you can walk away if you want to. But what I love about this, and I apply this to pretty much everything in my life, is like the whole commit to suffer for five minutes um, uh, technique. It's basically if you're procrastinating on anything or, you know, you just, you know, you, you dread doing something or, or you just commit to suffering for five minutes on whatever it is. Once you kick that off, right? chances are you're probably going to go way longer than five minutes, depending on what it is you're doing, especially if it's something that you enjoy doing. So that's a huge one. I highly recommend doing that. Um, and then just showing up, just doing that consistently, right? Even if it's just five minutes a day, can you get one word out of that five minute writing session that you like? If you can, that's a win. Right. And that's what we're looking for in this whole stage of things is just quick wins. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if I wanted to say anything else about that. No, that's pretty much it. And just that ties in with the other thing I was going to talk about, which is just committing to that schedule. Again, the more you commit to the schedule, the more you're going to strengthen this skill, the more that you get, you know, the, the reps in whatever you want to call it. And it just becomes more and more second nature. It only gets better with, with time and repetition. All right, there it is. Thanks so much for checking out the episode. I hope this was helpful for you. And like I said before, if you want a little companion to everything that I've discussed today regarding lyrics, you can grab a free checklist of just four steps to get you going from like, I have no idea what to write about to, oh cool, I've got some lyrical ideas and some themes and I've got kind of a narrative going on. You can grab that at fastermusiccreation.mykajabi.com slash lyrics. It is totally free and I truly feel it will help you out a ton if you're struggling with writer's block of that nature. So on that note, I am curious, uh, what, what are the patterns when it comes to writing lyrics that you struggle with? Like when you sit down to write lyrics, do you notice like a common thread happening of like, you have an expectation or you feel like whatever you write sounds cheesy or you just don't consider yourself a lyricist at all. So you're afraid to even try. Like what, what is it that holds you back with writing lyrics? Let me know in the comments. I would love to just get your thoughts on that. Okay, so in episode seven, we're gonna be talking about everything that has to do with creating melodies. So writing better melodies, catchier melodies, writing strong hooks, all that sort of stuff. So if that's your bag, then stick around, all right? Because this is a good one. Thanks for listening. So